Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Off Meta Report. I know it's been a while, but we're here to start up everything again with a new season for you guys. I'm your host, Formula 408, and with me, as always, is Jeff. Jeff, it has been a while, man. How is uh how have things been going? Oh, it's been a long time, but that's okay. Uh, still playing Legends of Runeterra, but uh, good to see your face. You were gone for a while. I think you took a, a little break. Yeah, I took about um, four or five, maybe six weeks off from um, from playing there for a while. It was right after the um, Azir Aurelia got really, really strong, and um, I was kind of, kind of just tired of seeing it all the time. It was right after <laughs> we'd seen the Zoe Lee Sin forever and it was just it was just too much um you know you queue up you see the same decks over and over you only you can only play certain things if you want to actually climb ladder and I'm not real big on expedition and lab so um yeah it wasn't wasn't the greatest experience for me but um been back for a couple weeks now and having a great time good good yeah um yeah there's quite a few metas that we we skipped and did not report on um but we're back we're back it's good Uh, it's a little busy with work and family and everything else it was nice to have a little break and uh to come back fresh hopefully with some some good content for everybody and uh some enjoyable enjoyable decks for people to play with yep yep so uh how about lately how's your ladder climbing going I was just telling you about my woes just barely before we started recording. <laughs> yeah, it's um it's been all right. I uh I started back when I started Iron Four Zero LP. I decayed all the way down to that. <laughs> and uh yeah, that wow. was something. Um I got back into gold and I've been hanging around in there now. Um once I got to gold I've kind of been um playing just kind of what whatever I feel like. You know, I'm I'm I've played Bandle City for the first three or four days just so I could climb back up. And um, since then, I've I've been playing Teemo and Heimerdinger and just whatever kind of craziness I feel like messing around with. So it's it's been nice. I've also been doing my um, my duty to to any silver silver players I run into by um, <laughs> submitting the game if uh, and uh, just just uh, surrendering. And not auto- automatically. Usually play it out, show them that I'm going to win, and then just surrender and leave them shaking their heads. Saying, what <laughs> happened? But um, you know, if I'm well, level four and they're they're able to to uh, get that win to get into gold, I I don't want to be the guy to knock them back down. Nice. Yeah, I think you need to match up with me. I'm in silver. Uh, part of that is because I took at least a little bit over a week right after the new expansion launched uh just because of how things lined up um i had a a vacation lined up so um took that was pretty much offline the entire entire time um so i am in silver 2 just dropped down to silver 2 going back up to silver 1 hopefully soon and hopefully, ultimate goal is, of course, platinum, which is like dad masters, right? Yeah, yeah. 
that's like the, the the masters for people that don't have time to grind yep that's that's me um i'm i'm hoping i actually i i won't be too disappointed with gold to be honest um i don't know when the season is is over that's the kind of weird part um the the timeline was very uh vague and like what's happening when except for just kind of general general guesses of here's what you can expect and a lot of that's like skins and so on and so forth right right um but uh as far as ladder climbing i've been playing a lot of poppy decks i've tried pretty much um the two most popular ones of of recent um they're probably going a little bit out of favor at this point but uh it's the uh version and the bendel city version with lulu um didn't get tons of luck with those and so i actually switched to a Taric poppy with targon and demacia and i'm liking it a lot lot better um and uh i did i'm trying to figure out if i need to switch decks again but uh just hit a streak of three losses uh but i I really like the deck uh golden aegis on Taric can is just it's a it's a game winner if you can get that lined up you get to rally usually on a defensive turn like twice which is just oh ridiculous i love it um it's like that so it's it's like a it's been a meme for quite a while but this is the first deck that i've played that has climbing potential and isn't and has that that uh that combination that combo which is not the meme level it's great i love it yeah so, it seems like a lot of fun playing heimerdinger i mean, i played i played a good bit of team of lately too but um i've been playing some heimerdinger and that's been Something that I never really got into before. I never really played much Heimer, but a lot of fun. He's been really good into um, a lot of the more aggro type of decks. Um, I play him with um, the Bandle City Mayor. So hitting that curve with Bandle City Mayor, then since Heimer is dual region, you can drop him on turn three. So that's been really, really great. So I've been playing three or um, four turn four. Yeah. Yeah. Bandle city mayor on turn three and then Heimer on turn four. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been, it's been a lot of fun doing that. Um, and then there's, um, you know, so many good spells and everything just generate turrets, keep your board full and then, um, get the full board and play yordles and arms to get your plus four plus four on everything. And, uh, swing for the fences pretty much. Sweet. Yeah. Uh the Heimer is is really strong at <laughs> four mana. And, uh, and um the other thing he does is he really makes the um the mini morph, which I mean let's face it, that card needs a buff. It's it's um that's a that's a super weak card, right? Mini morph. I mean we need to... Yeah, yeah. There's there's been way too many times <laughs> where uh my my opponent blows me out because they have a three three mini minity and i spent all my entire turn yeah we need to doing we, need it. To, <laughs> we need to make that a, a, a three four mana card or something uh, <laughs> we're kidding obviously guys but um yeah so heimer plays mini morph and gets a six one or if he's leveled seven two elusive unit for free 
because the six mana yep. spells yep. are are the ones that generate the elusives now. So that is super strong on him. That's really good too because you can uh, clear elusive units if you have a they have an like elusive block or if they have a big threat. Yep. You can use mini morph and then uh, and then swing in with the the elusive. Yep. Yeah, that's been, nice. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a real fun deck to play. Um, we saw a lot of um, good decks at this recent Worlds. Also, that's actually what inspired me with the high hat. Someone was playing uh, Zoe Heimer, so that was really neat. But they had they had a lot of other decks. Did you uh, did you catch any Worlds? Catch Alan ZQ um, taking it all home. I did. Uh, yeah, that was I was the first worlds I liked, and and it was wor- I had a little bit worried because the leading up to worlds, the the cast, you know, the the whole thing was just very disorganized. Um, the players weren't even sure if some of them were getting in, some of them were dropped at the last second, yeah. but. Um, when it actually came to worlds, I don't think I had any obvious complaints. It seemed really good. Um, the drops were nice, of course. Um, some people it seems like they had some trouble figuring out how that all worked, but I'm no, I'm new to getting drops from streams, so it's pretty pretty easy to connect to those accounts on my yeah. end, and then just watch. <laughs> Yeah, I mean they yeah. they had an FAQ when you clicked on it to tell you exactly what to do. So, I mean, I get that people probably didn't read it or didn't, but yeah, it, it shouldn't have been too difficult for people to to connect their Twitch and grab the drop. Sorry to anybody yeah. who I just insulted and called dumb. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just a good sign though that these are probably players that don't use Twitch or YouTube to stream lor all the time and so i think it's uh even if it's kind of a bribing with drops it's it's kind of a it gives it gives them an incentive to, to actually watch and uh, pull up streams and and uh watch yeah. the best players play so i think that, i think it's a great thing yeah so um, um i saw someone on reddit posted i think peak viewership was over 40k yeah uh I think it was something like that. I didn't didn't check. Yeah, so that's haven't seen any numbers. Not too bad. Yeah, that's but, pretty awesome. Um, yeah, Alan's Alan's uh wild deck with the uh, shelf oak. I'm I'm starting to see that everywhere. A lot of a lot of people are picking that up, and playing a couple games and stuff. I think that's yeah, that's really lot. funny. Yeah, any of those cards that um. You know, let you do some crazy stuff like stealing. You know, that was the same thing when Plunder and came out with Nab. You know, everybody wanted to to play that. You know, stealing cards from your opponents always a always a good time. At least I know. Um, I know. I don't know if you listened to any of the interviews where he had spoke that deck or any any of his streams where he had talked about it. And he pretty much counted on that deck being banned almost every game. <laughs> like he, he figured it would be banned and not because it was like a super OP deck, but just because nobody's played against it. So if you're going into a tournament like worlds, you want to play against that you're familiar with that, you know, the matchup to where you can say, okay, I'm a better player than this person. I can outplay them in this matchup and not necessarily I'm going to lose because I don't know how this deck plays. 
So he uh, he had a pretty good idea that it was just going to get banned all the time. So he brought that deck and then two decks <laughs> that he thought were really strong, and it it seemed to work out for him. Yeah, and it, I mean it did it did well when he had to play it. So that that's even more yeah more interesting, I think. And I mean, yeah, um, you know, players like Allen, the best players in the world, they they draw good cards, and that's what it came down to at some points too. That's um, it's crazy how that works. You know, you get the the RNG gods on your side, and that that'll carry you through. Yep, definitely, definitely. Um, so how are you feeling about uh, Battle City? It's been quite a while since it's released, and I don't think we've really talked about it um, specifically. Yeah. Um. I really, really like it. It's it's probably been my favorite expansion. Um, I think, nice. yeah. I mean, it's it's been so much fun. But I I love cards like that. Like, um, you know, I've always been a fan of like playing Teemo and things. So the the Bandle cards are a lot of fun. The card generation, the sort of quirky mechanics that were added, I really enjoy all of that stuff. And um, I think it opened up a lot of other decks and made things a lot. A lot, or even even the um, the cards that have been around a while, the decks that have been around a while. I mean, you look at decks like uh, GP and Misfortune. You know, the Pirate Burn. That's that's literally been around since uh, season one with the the Bilgewater. So you know, this this even brought in new cards to to that uh, archetype. So we were able to to refresh a lot of those old decks that we had. So that's made it made it really really nice. Also, and, yeah, um, I um with what I've played, I've I've enjoyed it. Um, I like the new labs. <laughs> I've been addicted to labs. I think I mentioned it to you uh, before, but I I just really like playing labs, and uh, a lot of times I start playing start session playing labs, and then I just forget ladder even exists so uh that that's what keeps me from from climbing in ranks is it's just just grinding labs and just coming up with some of the most fun combinations um as far as the rest of the expansion goes i i like it a lot um i wasn't sure about a lot of things and a lot of cards um the uh the hand uh manipulation is a little bit i'm still not sure how healthy that is for the game um there's a lot of information that you you give just by pranking your uh your opponent's cards um so that's kind of you know did didn't really appeal to me at first um the uh aloof travelers uh <laughs> just reminds uh reminds me of um hollow death priest uh, and this comparison has been been made before but hollow death priest from um the elder scrolls legends uh would essentially get your highest cost card played yep. and turn it into a 2-2 mummy and so the fact that this card can can get played ruin someone's win condition and then uh, I, I do like that it cycles um instead of leaving you with a basically a token 
So um, you're talking about Mini Morph, not uh, Aloof Traveler then? No, I'm talking about uh, Aloof Traveler. Okay, okay. Uh, which is when I'm summoned, all players draw a card. Then your opponent discards your highest cost right, card. Right. Okay. I can see why you would say Mini Morph is a lot like what I was describing because it it, it uh, Hollow Death Priest is almost a combination of those two mechanics, which is transforming a, a giant creature into something else and yeah. um, getting rid of something from your hand, uh, which which in a way kind of does. Um, I do like how the Scion package completely counters this, though, so you don't really see it that much on ladder. Um, but uh, that that hasn't really been that big of an issue for me since the expansion has released. Um, what has been, though, which is uh, I was most excited for Scion, but it honestly is the least favorite deck to play against and it's just it's just kind of um kind of a pain a uh, really different kind of deck to play against uh part of the problem i think is i'm i'm just a mid-range player and that deck just destroys mid-range decks so so that's a huge thing for me um what were your uh what have been your takes on that sort of thing yeah i like aloof traveler i think it's a pretty pretty high skill cap card higher than you know you can't just play it on turn four i mean i guess you can but it's not um usually not going to be ideal so you know it, it does take um more skill to play that card than people people would first think especially when you're playing a deck like Scion or something like that, you know, you can't just pop it down because you are going to just help out their deck. Um, but I think, I think there's, um, between that and many more, even cards like, um, Buster Shot and Group Shot, you know, there were a lot of, a lot of great things added with, uh, with this expansion. Yeah, uh, I haven't toyed around with those uh, very much yet, but those are those are really good um, spells for for Bandle City. I like seeing that. Um, I think that's that was part of my worry too, is that so many different regions have had different types of removal that either they weren't going to give Bandle City proper removal or it was not going to work the way way it is. Because it feels like Bandle City as a theme is like little thing. They have the potential to get bigger sort of a thing. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think that actually does translate pretty well into their their spells and their removal, which is kind of interesting. Uh, kind of kind of nice flavor. They did a good job with that. How... Um... How do you feel about Bandle Tree? The, I'd say probably the signature card in in Bandle Bandle City. That is a really good question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people have a lot of different opinions on it. I um, I'm really mixed. I think it's very uninteractive. I don't like that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there if if you don't have landmark removal and they play their cards, then you lose, and there's nothing that you can can do to interact with it it's not even like um the star spring in um was it targon where you can make a point to not injure them and to try to limit how much damage you're dealing to 
prolong until you can, you know, now like you can't do that. It's just, it's all yeah. based on them. So there's no interactivity with it. So that's no good. But I don't think it's as strong now as it was. I think people have figured out like, okay, I'm gonna, going to run either one piece of landmark removal or there's a lot more aggro decks going around now and you're not getting banned or tree until turn, you know, seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to it's hard to last that long. So I think I wouldn't I don't know if I would say it's balanced. I definitely don't think it's like a meme card like a Targon's Peak was when it came out. But yeah. um, and I think I think people thought that that's what it would be when when it came out. Also that oh you know this looks like it's probably going to be some sort of a a little meme card that people are going to play. But no, it's a legit win condition and um, it's pretty strong. But I I don't think it's overpowered or anything. What about you? Uh, I've only played against it a couple times, and uh, I I have, let's see, I'm just looking at what I have here. Uh, I don't even know if that was a Bandle City. I've, I think I've won at least, I've won one, and I think I've lost one against the deck. Uh, and I think the, the loss was due to just getting steamrolled. I don't think they even bendle bendle treed me. Um, that I remember. Uh, I usually it's being drawn have at least nine regions uh, or the potential to go for the tenth one. So it, it it is hard to interact with it. It doesn't have to be on the board to be actively progressed. Right. Um, unlike Starspring. Uh, so a lot less opportunity to remove it. Uh, I don't know. As as an alt win condition, it hasn't bothered me that much yet. Um, I I definitely could see as time goes on and Bandle City getting more and more cards that create other cards, which definitely is their their flavor. Um, I could see it being even stronger which uh <laughs> would be a problem for sure um bandle mayor we've talked about already today but it that's a really strong card and it's it's almost you have to remove that over like almost yeah. any other like the champions that you're playing against you usually that's a target for removal as opposed to like a poppy on board. Yeah, like sometimes it's, um, it's that bad. Yeah. If you were going to play any not. card in Bandle city that needs a nerf that you were going to try to nerf, I think it would be mayor before anything else. Yeah. And if you look at the other, um, I guess it's not an allegiance card, but it has a very similar effect. Like um, I think, uh, I guess a global effect that a lot of regions have. I don't think every region has that, but I think a lot of them do. Um, if you compare it with, say, uh, I think it's Mountain Scryer. Yeah, yeah. Mountain Scryer is a four mana, two, three. And Celestial Cars cost one less Allegiance Invoke. Um, and Bendel Mayor is a three mana, two, two. So I, I don't think that health buff for the Scryer is even close to being <laughs> no. worth that <laughs> worth that extra mana point. Um, so yeah, it, it, across the board, I would say you know, Bandle City Mayor is just really really good. 
And you're guaranteed the the unit generation off the Bandle City Mayor too. I know it's Cryer, you know it's just an invoke, so you can get, you know, pretty much anything. But with Bandle City Mayor, you're getting a unit, and the units that you can get, the pool is pretty limited, so you're guaranteed to get something that not only is going to give you some more board presence, but it's also going to contribute to your Bandle Tree win condition. Yeah, yeah. And then the value you get off of, um, you know, all the all the other cards being one one uh, one one man and less is just is really huge, especially in Bandle Bandle City where you have such low cost units and such unit generation already with things like telescope mm-hmm. uh, generating units and um, the two mana elusive that generates the um, the the spell shielded. Um, you know, you can play that card for free. So that's that's really, really strong. I think that's what um, Riot will look at if they look at anything. But I think it's in a decent place right now. I don't think it's too overpowered. Yeah, it, it'll be... It'll it'll be... It'll just depend on the next expansion, I think. Yeah, I think um, so. I agree. For sure. I, I look right now and I see the only thing that I could see... Um, having any sort of nerf would be um, something to the Nami deck and either to Nami or uh, Admiral Shelley. Yeah. Even then, I don't, I don't know if it's strong enough to where it really has to have a nerf. So the bigger problem of that deck is just elusives in general, you know, being a hard Mm -hmm. thing to play against. But, um, you know, I think I'd say that this is probably the best meta that that I can remember the best one that I've been around. It it definitely is. It's got variety. Um, you're not just slamming into the same deck over and over again. Um, Sivir is not really anywhere to be seen, uh, which is the meta you kind of skipped over. Uh, Azira Relia isn't even you know right. isn't there. The last one I ran into. I, I demolished because I had dragons on board and just ate up all their one ones and and they just the blade dance being at two mana like that makes a huge world of difference. It's it's borderline unplayable. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I agree. I um, agree. The only only upside I can see is playing playing uh, Aurelia on three on a defense turn doesn't feel as bad because um, usually it would be you play her on three with one spell mana banked. Right. And then you'd be able to use her, her benefit if, or her blade dance if, uh, if you're attacking. Whereas now at this point, it's, it's fine to play her on defense on three. If you don't have anything else going on, um, and then use the blade dance next turn and work that into your play. So it, you it, you definitely have to change the way that you play that deck with that being at two. I'm not even sure if half the time you use her blade dance anymore and and maybe just rely more on uh, the the other units that the that do blade dance. And everything. Yep, yep, sand sol- soldiers and that kind of swarming thing. So um, yeah, I haven't. Seen so that yeah. Either since the nerf really yeah that uh it's, it's kind of nice to to have a break from uh from all those blades 
and all yeah, those sand she, soldiers. She definitely is not the um, the best champion in the game anymore. I think for a little while she was. Right now, yeah. Right now, who um, who would you give the 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 top three champion slots to? I mean, in no no particular order, just you know the three best champions right now to to be playing. From the uh, from the expansion specifically, or no, just in general. In... Yeah, just in general. Who do you think the top three three are? I would. I mean, I'll, I'll give you mine. So uh, so you can sure. Have, um, Poppy for sure. I think Poppy is wrong. You can look at all the decks around. So many of them have Poppy. Um, yeah. Nami because she's ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm gonna say Draven as the third one. I almost say Scion, but I think Draven is what makes that deck work well. And you see Draven, Caitlyn, Draven, Ezreal. You know, Draven's in all these decks. So that would be. Those would be my three, and I would probably say Draven and Poppy would probably be even over Nami right now. Uh, yeah, I think I would agree with that exact uh, exact uh, uh, evaluation. Um, from the expansion, I would put Scion in there, um, but if you're talking overall champions, I think that's Draven has been powerful for a long time. I think we talked about it in the Discord, in the Legends Cast Discord, that um, what would we do to to change him? And, and we definitely didn't agree on what we would do. Um, right, right, yeah. <laughs> not to dredge that back in, um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it, he's not going to be an easy card to balance if he does get some balancing. Um, so it'll be interesting. I don't even want to go into just going over that again uh or anything it, it just yeah, i think if like you nerf from too either, hard he just he's either going to be or he's going to be unplayable so yeah hopefully yeah hopefully riot can figure something out because short of a, just like a full rework i'm not sure what they're going to do with him yeah yeah i don't think they would rework him just because no, the flavor just seems so on point with him yeah for sure so yeah, so some of the other great things about this expansion to to hop back into Bandle City is um, some of the we talked about some of the new mechanics that came out already, but also just some of the fun cards. You know, like Timo got a lot more support for his mushrooms, and you have the um, what was it the Curious Shell folk that we talked about with Alan's deck and um, uh, Bandle City Mayor the. We also got the five drop up the I can't remember the name that generates the poison dart all the time or when he's played and then he's attacked. So there's a lot of a lot of really cool cards that aren't necessarily and even some that aren't in the meta that are just really fun to to mess around with and um, some with some great artwork also. You have any uh, any cards that came out that you just really like to play or even look at or that um, pretty intriguing to you? So I, I need to uh, play with more sound because that's what I find that I enjoy uh, most when I'm playing is is just the voice lines and the interactions. It's one of one of the best things that uh, Legends of Runeterra is, I think. Um, one of the things I think I've noticed that uh, so journeying Sandhopper, he's not anything super special. He's just a three mana, four three attune. Um, 
I just noticed how how similar his lines, his voice lines are to to Rock Hopper. And I thought that was kind of interesting. I think one of their lines, not not all of them, but just like one or two of their lines have a very like similar uh like either cadence or or uh word phrasing and it and it playing rock hopper a bunch and then playing sand hopper i was like wait a sec is that a reference to the other card and it, it's just kind of funny like how they are kind of do have a the same similar personalities in some ways uh even though one is a desert and the other one is in the ocean um so one of those things I've <laughs> I've noticed, which is really, really interesting. Um I like I I before this expansion I didn't really know Poppy that well. Like I hate uh LOL or anything. And so I, I'm enjoying how you know Poppy is searching for her he, for the hero and and uh you know uses uh, is referring to you know the player as the hero oftentimes i know that's probably not a new thing or anything i think that's just really really cool and really fun to uh to see what she she's she says and what she's some of her voice lines her animation her level up animation is great too that's actually really fun uh really like that uh that animation style uh what about you what 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 have, what's uh appealed to you um, I really like Vigar still. He's, um, he's one of my favorite <laughs> characters, especially his lore. Um, you know, he wants to be this super evil villain and everything. Um, but I, I don't know if you're, are you familiar with any of his lore? Really? Actually, uh, just a little bit. Uh, he's a, the, the evil Yordle that isn't Vex. Yeah. Is he, all I know. Um, <laughs> He he tries to be a supervillain. So like in one of his um, one of his lore stories, like he goes and um, destroys like this whole monster cave and just you know is like ha oh, you know I destroyed all this and then he goes down to the town below you know where he's gonna like destroy all of them and he gets there and they're like oh thank you so much you're the greatest ever that monster's been terrorizing us for so long and you're you're such a good person and all this and he's like no i'm an evil villain and you know so he he uh he does that a few different times you know he um tries to do these evil things that end up benefiting all these people and they all think he's just the greatest person and um you know so it's it's kind of fun it's a it's a lot of um hmm. so i i really hmm. like that kind of uh kind of playfulness with his character Nice. Yeah. One of my favorites. Um, So, uh, have you played a lot of Darkness decks or or not? I have not. I haven't actually um, played much of it at all. It's. I don't know. I I feel, I feel like it's an okay deck. Like I think it's a good deck. I mean, obviously the guy played it and went to you know Yamato played it and went to the finals and world. So, you know, it's a it's a solid deck, but um, it's just not something i really like it's not really my <laughs> style so i haven't, I haven't really yeah. played it yeah control yeah i'm i'm the same way um i haven't played a strict control deck in a long time and and i also i had that same same uh 
feeling when it was being released. It just felt like uh, Senna and Vigar were, were just paired together and, and not really a yeah. fan of those built archetypes um, right, right. like Lurk or, you know, TK Soraka, that kind of thing. So I agree. Um, that kind of thing. Uh, so, yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't think I'll ever really play any darkness um but, but you know it seems seems pretty decently strong but just not an archetype that i enjoy no or, i forgot actually, about one card i did play um a little bit with and uh this is a bit ridiculous but it was fun was um treasure trash the 10 mana card that gener that fills yeah. your hand with cards and you can play them all for free but uh, you can only mm -hmm. play three cards after you play it. So I played that card, and I played it with um, Targon's Peak. So yeah. I could hit it on, like, turn six or seven. And uh, that was a lot mm -hmm. of fun. I and mean, it was never, like, you know, a couple times you get some good things. But, um, you know, it was it was definitely just very mean. But it was always fun to, <laughs> to play it and, you know, see, see if you hit the lottery ticket or something with, you know, some crazy setups or anything like that yeah that's interesting um i've uh i think i've only played that in like a labs match which in uh ultra the rapid fire um <laughs> where where everything's super cheap anyway and yeah and so it's <laughs> which is like, probably the best uh, in labs because <laughs> it is not a competitive card at all it is not very good and, no, no, it isn't. Problem with uh, in in that labs particularly, there's everything is just so cheap that you're like, crap. I still have stuff that that I want to play, right. and you end up like not playing enough things if you want to save a card. I think that's a, the the with that particular card in labs in in the um, ultra rapid fire lab, it it takes away your uh your ability to react so your your reactability uh to other things so i don't think it's a very good card in that in that in that lab um might be fun to play some some meme decks with that card at some point though for sure so now that we've we've talked a little bit about the the cars the archetype the archetypes the archetypes English is hard. Um, the 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 worlds, the decks, everything else. Let's um let's talk a little bit about where we want this show to go and what what kind of we have planned for for everyone that wants to uh, take this journey with us and stick with us for for um for the future. I know. I know yeah, we had sure. Some ideas. Yeah. So I know uh, one of the things that we definitely want to do, and probably the biggest addition is we want to start having more people interviewed on the show people from um the discord league that we play in also people from uh, just the discord in general uh other content creators and just um interview them about how they feel about the meta how they feel how they got into the game just general general sorts of things i i would think and um kind of make a more personal sort of podcast. We know that a lot of people can go to a lot of places and find, um, you know, what people are playing in the meta right now. It's pretty, pretty easy to see. 
So um, we want to give different a different view on that and a different uh, experience to to the listener. What um what do you think about it, Jeff? Uh, yeah, I I think this is a good direction. I think sometimes we we just get bogged down in the meta. Sometimes the meta doesn't change enough for uh, in an interesting show. Um, and so I, I think uh, bringing on other uh other players to to talk to i think that's gonna be a lot of fun um a lot of our our friends from our discord um that kind of thing uh the legends cast discord not our discord we don't have a discord um but we use that as our as our stomping grounds uh in ways uh so so yeah uh i think we're open to uh <laughs> to applications as well uh so reach out to us in the discord and we'll talk about it uh bring anyone and and what our topic might be i think that might be uh something as well so yeah anywho sounds great well it was definitely good getting back to everything man good to good to podcast again talk about runeterra it's great to see runeterra in a good spot right now and um you know, people, yeah. more people than ever, I think, are enjoying the game. So it's uh, really, really yep. great to see. I agree. I agree. I, I don't think uh, anybody I've talked to has been really disappointed with uh, with Bandle City, which is really good. Really good. Yep. So, all right, everybody. Thanks, uh, thanks for listening. And we'll be back at it in about a week, hopefully, with a guest on. And we'll talk some more Terra. Cool. See you guys later. Good night.